Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Just as shameless of a money grab as Space Jam, but for significantly less money, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me is my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host, Ruben Tomas. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. How you doing, bud? Uh, doing good, man. Uh, we're recording very early because uh, Don has a, a very important uh, engagement thing going on later. That sounds like I'm getting married, but uh, <laughs> I, I do appreciate uh, you valuing uh, my time. Uh, I have a gig in which I'll be playing brunch for everyone. So if you guys are hearing this now and it is between noon and three o'clock and you were near Richardson, <laughs> I will be playing Lockwood Distillery Company. But nowhere near Richardson, but we're very happy that he's here. You can find him on Twitter at UltralightBeam. Tim Beamer, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. We might be making less money than Space Jam will, the new one. Mm-hmm. But I promise it won't be any less mediocre. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the reason that we wanted to do this podcast is just to really just talk about how terrible <laughs> the new Space Jam movie is. And then, and then answer uh, questions. As of course, can. of course, of course. Um, and so, because uh, really there's not a whole lot of huge news. Uh, we, we're going to get the assistant coach that was the former head coach of Luca when he was uh, playing, I think, in Spain? No, it's correct? the Slovenian yeah. national team. Slovenian national team. Okay, gotcha. Either way, he was on the Phoenix Suns, correct? Yeah, for At like a year. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And then they let him go. Anyways, so uh that's that's fun news. Uh Dirk's finally on a cover of 2K. Luca is on a cover of 2K. That's great to have some Maverick representation uh on a game that will microtransact you to purchasing basically two games. So um let's uh let's talk Space Jam first before we start. What did we like? Be nice. Let's see. Let's say a nice <laughs> thing about Space Jam first before uh, we just give it an entire avalanche of harsh criticism. So, so these are spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoilers head on out. Um, yeah, uh, we're I, we're, I will, we're gonna try saying like end of spoilers because uh, yeah. we're, we're not gonna have a timestamp of this. <laughs> yeah, well, I might, I might able to read. Uh, we we'll we'll might, we might. We'll okay. See. Anyway, um, so things I liked. Um, I liked the uh, the Michael Jordan bit. At halftime, Mike, my, Michael Jordan bit was great. It was, was good. Predi- it was predictable, but I, I thought, to be honest, considering Michael B. Jordan has done some 2K work, like he was like your partner in 2K at one point. Yes, like yeah. he, he's not a bad athlete, from what I gather. I thought that would be a great like. Oh, are they going to do the Bill Murray thing, but with yeah. Michael B. Jordan? I thought that could be pretty funny. But that would have required effort and some modicum of cleverness, which is something that this movie was trying to avoid at any and all costs. Um, this might be the most expensive 
cheap movie I've ever seen. Like it, there's so much of this that just was shoddy. It, there's so much of it that just seemed clunky. Like that, like it just seemed like a yeah. machine that was not efficiently moving uh, in a lot of different respects. Um, but yeah. I'm sorry. I went with trying to say something nice, Tim, <laughs> what did you like? <laughs> I like that it gave us a moment where Bugs Bunny was Batman and LeBron was Robin because that leads to just a whole slew of either Kyrie, AD, or Dwayne Wade jokes that you can make about LeBron (laughs) always being Robin. Um, That is, that is very good. um, Yeah. I I tweeted this out, but I feel like it was probably as bad as all of our parents thought the original space jam was when they took us to see it. That's right. But this one was 30 minutes longer and 30 minutes too long. Uh, it was long. I, I would, it was longer. And I feel like, I don't know. I think at least the first Space Jam has a sense of rhythm. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I think that's what really makes it work about it is because they really lean into I don't know. Last good thing I'll say about it. There is still some Looney Tunes magic that I really appreciate with just the scenes of the cartoon that I think are really fun. I still think Daffy is a funny character. I still like some of it. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like there was no sense of like, we need to make a good product here. I think the main goal here was like, we really need to tell people we have a new streaming service that has both (laughs) the DC universe and Bugs Bunny in it. Yeah. Um, it, it felt I'm actually pretty impressed that they made uh, a two hour long uh, streaming service commercial. It's actually pretty remarkable. You think they would have just made a movie. Um, <laughs> it's it's God damn it. Um, so, OK, so let's talk. This might be one of the worst soundtracks of any movie I've heard. Like I, I couldn't even, tell you a single song. I think that's I the problem, even, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, guys, I was like seven beers in by the end of this movie so i thought it was okay at the end you you might yeah you might have enjoyed it by then yeah Yeah, exactly i think i have a a letterbox account and uh i put i put the end of my review whatever i was like it might be better if you get drunk or high like while watching those because it might be a little bit more enjoyable i just don't think it's even that entertaining that's the issue is that like it would be different if this was just like off the rails silliness and i would actually endorse it if that was the case you know that's the issue is that it doesn't make any firm decisions it's just like let's just make anthony davis a bird man with a bigger unibrow so lebron can make the most it's not even a joke it's just comments it's just comments like i don't feel like any of his yeah go ahead well i was just gonna say from halftime on from the michael b jordan cameo on they just got back to that Looney Tunes slapstick comedy that you were talking about earlier. And that's why mm-hmm. I thought from halftime on was kind of enjoyable. It took sure. so long to get there. Every, everything <laughs> building up to the game. If you watch the original Space Jam, you get to the game really fast. Absolutely. Well, and I this think one, that's where. Yeah, this one you probably could have cut out that entire uh, montage of bugs going back to the server verse to get the characters back and that's the 30 40 minutes you could cut easily yeah but that well, that, that, that was where they're using their ip stuff though bro that's what they're that's, that's exactly <laughs> it yeah it feels just like look at uh, look at all the different streaming options of this content that you may or may not like <laughs> like i don't know i think that like um what else 
Space Jam, the original, is very much a nostalgia trip, and that's why everybody loves it. Also, I will say, to give Michael Jordan some credit, he makes some effort in his, like, expression of his character. Even though he is, he is playing himself, but he's talking, you know, at least in the beginning of that, when he's just bored with life, he's not happy being a baseball player, he's kind of feeling lost, and then, like, he gets this sense of purpose by you know uh at least there were some stakes that made sense like hey if we don't win this basketball game michael we're going to be slaves forever that's pretty high stakes and somehow they made it goofy and then like the also the monstar element of it is a really fun way of incorporating other basketball talent in there and they just happened to get guys that were really charismatic like charles barkley and uh you know mugsy bogues that like you know it's not like like Charles Barkley can actually like sort of act like he's at least, you know, makes an effort. Like when he's having the existential crisis and he gets beaten, you know, at a pickup game. Yeah. Pickup like, with kids. Exactly. <laughs> like there's, there's, you can see like the real elements of it. They, they really, I don't know. They at least execute the idea. This one is not like, it's just like, what's the moral of the story here? LeBron James really needs to ignore the fundamentals of basketball and just have fun with video games. It's kind of like <laughs> the story. Like what LeBron's really missing in his life is that there's too much basketball and really he just needs to play video games with his son. Have fun. Or yeah, he just needs to have fun. And, but it's not like, okay, LeBron now is participating in Looney Tunes things. No, LeBron is just, being near Looney Tunes and then does a cool dunk that he's more than capable of doing as a basketball player. So it's not like the Michael Jordan, like trying to play regular basketball and then being like, wait, I can just yeah. have a, you know, stretch, stretchy arm and be yeah. a cartoon. Like he's, it, he's, there was some sort of payoff to that at least. And again, like to me, it's just basic movie making things. Like I'm not, nothing needs to be an Oscar winner here. Like it's space jam. It's bugs, bunny and LeBron James, at least have it be fun. The stakes seemed pretty brutal. Like Don Cheadle's doing the best he can with the character. That doesn't make any sense. Um, here's this computer program that controls everything until it can't. Um, and then <laughs> here's, I know. Here's, could just, I feel like he could just take it over by himself. Like it wouldn't, like Le- you didn't need LeBron for shit. He just couldn't. Like, right, all knowing AI. <laughs> he's an all knowing AI, and the reason to challenge him to a basketball, like at least in Space Jam One, there is no reason for them to challenge them at a basketball game aside from like, well, hey, they're really short. Let's say that we have a way to defend. Like, it's also my. That's probably the best joke in Space Jam, the original, is where he's just like, well, hey, you got to look in the rule book and then just wrote a piece of paper. You have to let us defend ourselves. It's the (laughs) best joke on the entire thing because it doesn't make any sense. And and they're just like, well, it is in the rule book. And they're just fucking morons. Well, exactly. But that's that's the thing is that like that's that's the joy of that of Space Jam is like, you don't have to really dive too deep into it to really enjoy it. This one is just like the stakes are so serious, but then they have like this weird, like, so does this movie love video games or hate it? Or like, does it like basketball? Does it hate it? What, what, it, what is it really trying to do aside from just like watch LeBron do a sick dunk that you are more than capable of watching him do on the, you know, it's, 
why not have him like like aside from like they dressed him up like a pirate once that's like about as silly as it would go and i wonder how much of this was just lebron going like i'm not gonna do this i feel like he i feel like he had some sort of like like i have say in every decision here and he wasn't gonna do anything that was too goofy he will do the silly like i'm robin jokes or what did they do to my boy ad considering they turned him into a bird or whatever (laughs) and then like here's dame lillard he can stop time once Uh, that that power was like crazy i was like that should have been like a like a game changer like i was like that 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 was broken but then let's have granny do something funny by doing the matrix okay here's the thing no kid i know knows the fucking matrix (laughs) like can we also talk about how funny it like one it is funny but probably inappropriate that wiley coyote is in the mad max universe where there's just a bunch of murdering psychopaths that are killing themselves suicidal yeah psychopaths and we die with those again yeah yeah like don't get me wrong I love Mad Max Fury Road, but like, what child's gonna understand this reference? That's like, what's the Venn diagram that a, of that Mad- was allowed to see that? Like, right. Like, that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in that movie, someone gets their face ripped off with a chain, and so like, I don't know, like maybe that's probably not the crossover we need, or maybe a two, 1999 reference of The Matrix that has been referenced more in like. Let's put it this way. If the reference has been made in Shrek, we probably shouldn't continue doing it. <laughs> like, it's the exact same scene of Granny doing the kick and the, you know, camera rotates around them. It's just like, that's a bit that's been done, I think, every year on the hour. <laughs> like, every year, there's like, all right, did one of these movies make this reference? Whether it was Shrek or whatever children's thing I don't know. Anyways, so it's just like it it was remarkably thrown together. And I mean, I know this is why people listen to us. We're uh, <laughs> a Dallas Mavericks <laughs> fan cast. Well, what better way to show our Mavericks uh, uh, bias than to yeah, than to shit all over LeBron's projects. So yeah, I just can't wait for the Space Jam three with Luca. That'll be great. You know at least he would probably have some fun with it and would and not mind fun. if someone wrote his line, someone else wrote his lines for him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much of LeBron is made out of like trees and cellulose because the dude was wooden the entire <laughs> fucking movie. My God. And, and like, guys, yeah, I would say, and guys, man, like, don't like, you know, if you like the movie, great. Like I, we know it's just supposed to be for kids. Like I was just bored and wanted to watch it. Kind of drunk. I, well, um, and I so. don't know. Like, I've watched a lot of kids' movies and had a great time. I think there's like, like, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs is a great movie. Like, uh, is it an Oscar movie? No, yeah. but like, it's silly. It's fun. Like, play with it. Not this whole, like, this is just such a clear advertisement that just happens to be disguised as a movie that is, yeah. And I don't know why I would expect anything more from it, but I don't know. Uh, it's. I also felt like it couldn't really make up its mind between trying to be a movie that was for kids now to see, or with all mm-hmm. the references in it, just something that was for the people that saw this movie 25 years ago. Who might have right. kids now? Like, yeah. Who might? Like, it, couldn't, it couldn't make up its mind the entire time with like, yeah, half those very adult references to like Mad Max and then the Night King being on the 
sideline cheering on Don Cheadle. The, like the Clockwork Orange guys <laughs> were in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, I also love that they were like, you know, what's gonna make this really sing? If we have someone dressed up that looks just enough, like mr smith or agent smith from the matrix cheering yes. on lebron james i think that was the cheapest like to me you know they had some of the cgi effects that were so clear like whoa game of thrones or whatever and then just like then you have w- when they transport all of this ip there then it just looks like a bunch of people cosplaying on the sidelines it's this weird like it's i don't know it it, it there was a weird yeah. disconnect here where you, I, I think what it is is that this movie was clearly made from a focus group. Like there was no director or writer here. This was just like, yeah. here's all the things we got to shove into this two hour product. Hey, but King Kong and Iron Giant looked cool. So, yeah, like the CGI looks awesome. Yeah, like those, <laughs> those guys look shout, amazing. Shout out to the computer animators that likely worked, you know, blood, sweat, and tears for 80 hours a week to make that, you know, that monkey look good. All right, let's see. You want to move on? No, I need to talk about cinematography <laughs> choices in this children's movie that I thought was lazy. I thought at the very least you could have gotten a... No, I'm kidding. I, 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 like, I think like, I... I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Like, I feel... We, we could have had more fun with this. I think that's the issue. I was like, yeah. I wanted this to be a more fun, silly... Like, even if it was dumb, it should have at least been fun. And I felt like LeBron can't have fun. That's the whole thing was like, (laughs) you don't, you take things too seriously, dad. Okay. Well, that won't pay off ever. Yeah. You know, and uh, I do want to say a shout out to Kenny, Kenny underscore eight one seven on Twitter, who Mm -hmm. went out and rented an entire movie theater and like had, and like let families come and just like watch the, watch the film, which is really cool. Like that's that's badass, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, That's fucking awesome. So, you know, uh, cool. I'm hoping those kids like this movie way more than I did. I'm sure they yes. do because I think kids yeah. that, you know, they don't have any, you know, reference point of like what's a good movie that young anyway. So. No, I, I will say like, I mean, I, as much as I dislike this product, I really hope it brings joy to some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's go and get some questions. Let's do it. We're speed, we're, some fun. Yeah, guys, we are speed rounding this. So uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. Wide Miss asks, uh, we are in that sort of special time of the year, draft time. So a year later, how do you feel about not drafting Desmond Bain last year? That that feels like one of the main reasons that Donnie and Rick are gone. Yeah. Like I, I think I think they were wanting either Bain or uh or Sadiq Bay or like they they wanted it sounded to me that jo- that that jo- well, yeah, or it also sounded to me like Josh Green was a Harlebop decision. Yeah. And yeah, I would definitely rather would rather have had Desmond Bain, but the whole thing is to remember Rick doesn't like to play rookies. There's no, you know. Yeah, Desmond know. Bain might have had the exact season Josh Green just had. So yeah, exactly. It's kind of chicken or the egg. Did the rookie underperform because of Rick Carlisle, or <laughs> did Rick Carlisle this... develop? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. Uh, Jennifer asks, uh, "How excited are you to see Dirk and Luca in the cover on the cover of 2K?" It might make me consider buying it, but likely not. Yeah, uh, I know Squish is going to buy like both versions of this game. 
which is good for him. <laughs> I'm surprised like he didn't do as soon as it was announced. I'm surprised he doesn't have like the pre-order that comes with like a six foot like cardboard cut <laughs> of dirt. Oh, I'm sure if they come out with that, he will. He'll Absolutely. So I'm, but, uh, I'm, excited. I'm excited, but I'm not as excited as Dirk was in that just pure joy reaction that I could watch a hundred <laughs> times. That he has. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping to make this game good. Uh, this will be the first game that comes out with like the PS5, you know, next gen tech. So hopefully it's good. <laughs> um, we'll see. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's good to we finally have Mavs on video game covers, which I don't do, think has ever happened. So to do a little behind the scenes insight for those of you who don't know, Squish, Squish the depth of Squish's love for 2K is almost as deep as Dirk's V neck. Yeah, I can't even talk to him about it. Because he will be like, why do you not like this game? And I'm like, because I fucking don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, first of all, because I sucked ass at it. Second of all, I don't want to spend 30 bucks to make my player better. <laughs> like a capable player. The, the VC scam, I just Crazy. don't understand how. Well, and again, like I don't expect to be the best player ever starting off in the game. But they're just like, hey, here's this highly drafted prospect that doesn't know how to run. <laughs> Best of luck. And it doesn't have to dribble, can't shoot, do nothing, bro. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a Mavs uh, Mavs player that's not Luca on this team. Mm-hmm. Let's I do want to point I do want to point out that Dirk's terribly deep V-neck is the shirt they made him wear for the motion capture thing. Oh, oh. that wasn't his choice. Oh, okay. That's hilarious because it's just like, why do we just really need to see his dolphin chest? Like, what detail <laughs> are we looking to do? Oh, I love that it. is a that was a a, a hairless chest so, like that is that is either wax or he is just like me and can grow a perfect beard but no chest hair. So does that mean that he was uh, that they made him like actually like do motion stuff like do do the like his moves sh- and stuff like that because he's I bet he's retired, I bet it bro. was like well I bet it was more this. like what they do with Shaq Kenny and Ernie. Oh, okay. I'm sure that I'm sure there's a part where he walks in and goes, hey Reese I really think you got a lot of potential and you, know, many, you got a oh, great shot yeah. bro I wonder how many Mavs uh, my players are going to be this year uh, probably <laughs> a lot uh, let's see um, okay Ali asks uh, Fear Factor American Ninja Warrior The Amazing Race Hell's Kitchen Survivor Big Brother which reality TV show do you think you'd have the best chance of getting to the finals and winning? Your life literally depends on it. Hell's Kitchen, no question. Oh, uh, give me uh, Fear Factor. Oh, yeah, give me Fear Factor. I'll do that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat some bugs. No, I'll do it, bro. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Like, <laughs> what about you, Tim? Uh, I'll take Big Brother. Ooh. Just because, just because I can both uh, be a nice guy and an asshole. So. Yes, you can. You're, you're used to <laughs> you're used to hitting on people on camera. <laughs> yes, and and you know, also Jesus, God damn it. Um, <laughs> and also, I already I've lived my entire life knowing the government was watching me twenty four seven. So I have no issue with people yeah. watching me twenty four seven. Oh, does Big Brother creep you out? Well, what about these terms and conditions things <laughs> that you've signed up for willingly? The real fear factor. Oh, All right, brother. Let's, whatever. All right, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Jesse. Um, I think LeBron had a better performance than Don Cheadle in Space Jam. I disagree, dude. Don Cheadle it, is no, acting. 
circles around. He's doing his best with a character that makes no sense. I, I was mean, on board with Cheadle. I feel like I feel like when Cheadle showed up, I was like, okay, cool. Like we have an actual actor here. Cool. Like let's yes. do it. You know. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then like towards the end, I was like, no, dude, this isn't it. Like, I'm re- yeah. I am reminded of. Uh, Oh god, the the guy that played Gomez in Adam's Family Values when yes. he played M Bison in Street mm-hmm. Fighter. Like there's a great like there's an awesome article about that movie because that's one of the most like critically like like pan movies yeah. of all time. The Street <laughs> the Sean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie. Yeah. But that dude is hamming it up a thousand and the reason why is because like he was literally on his deathbed like he was like suffering from cancer like that whole movie that whole shoot but the reason he did it was because his kids absolutely love street fighter they were so excited he was playing in bison so like really that performance is kind of his love letter to his kids like like it's like his last it's and that's just knowing that is so sweet that i don't think the stakes are nearly that high for don Cheadle. but you i feel like this is definitely something where he's just like i'm doing this for like my nieces and nephews like i'm going to be super like he's just like super over the top and i love i i appreciated the effort that did that paid off to nothing because then they turned him into a fucking you know cgi monster on, whatever on, yeah. yeah no one no one passed poor don Cheadle the memo that no one's actually working for their check <laughs> <laughs> hey man you could have just showed up <laughs> yeah all right let's see next question comes from charles um under jay kids uh coaching do the mavs change the defensive scheme, I hope so. <laughs> or still stick with drop coverage. <laughs> I think the only like thing that I am remotely excited about the Jason Kidd hire is that just somehow he gives off some of his transition tricks of the trade to Luca. If that is what makes this a faster pace offense, because if there's one thing that Jason Kidd did well, and the main reason he's in the Hall of Fame is that dude rebounded and got the ball out you know that those outlet passes for you know i'm looking i hope that luca doesn't have to get tommy john surgery from fucking pitching the ball so whipping the ball fast across half court um that's the that's really the only thing i could be positive about the jason kid hire is that maybe a transition offense is what happens uh i will say yeah i hope they do do change their defensive scheme um drop coverage fucking sucks <laughs> so you know so I'd, I'd, I'd hope they hope whoever is going to be in charge of that defense you know cooks up something nice for us yeah i hope they change their uh defensive scheme to having one yeah yeah <laughs> like having actually yeah that'd be great um okay let's see next question comes from caleb um slovenia versus usa in olympics who are you cheering for i'll go slovenia slovenia absolutely I mean, like the, the the one player I was actually really excited to see on the Olympics just bailed, like Kevin Love. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, that's that's the thing is that like I wanted to see like I he was the weird one on that roster. I was like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe this is like a redemption thing. Maybe he's like trying to like Get be a, a good player and establish yeah. his value, and then he's just like, no, screw it. It's uh, like, All right, well, that's uninspiring. Uh, yeah, I think so. People have been mad at me for saying, "Oh, it's so cool that like Nigeria beat USA." You know, I'll try to beat USA, but you know, just because whatever. And, who, and who blocked KD? Who did block KD? It was great. My precious. Yeah, precious, precious. My dude, precious Achuya. Every, yeah. Anyone that's listened to this pod, I've been on that train pre-draft, and I am yeah. so mad that Nobody he is not a Dallas member. <laughs> anyway, so let me first you say, I think you know. I think the USA doesn't deserve to really like 
that go as far <laughs> as they probably are going to go because God, like they have the talent, but they have no fucking chemistry. And yeah. like you know, they're missing a rebounder. They're well, maybe not anymore. Uh, they're they're definitely missing playmaking. You know, I think when your best playmaker at the moment is Draymond Draymond Green, who's a great playmaker, but still like having an actual like point guard on there would be nice. Um, you know, they don't deserve to go very far. Uh, if I saw Luca versus or Sylvania versus the USA, I would go for Sylvania just because I think that story would be crazy. Like, because that means they're pretty far within like the you know the the Olympic tournament. So. Yeah, for a team that hasn't qualified in however long. Ever, ever. Yeah. Never. (laughs) Right. Let's see. What do you got, Tim? Uh, I would pull for Slovenia because there's no one I'm really attached to on this USA team. I feel that. But fluted. Let's see. Uh, Sin Respect asks, oh, this was last night. Fuck. (laughs) Charlo versus Castano. Who do you got? I think that ended up being a tie, which is really fucking weird, but whatever. That was a match. No idea. Spotting match. Yeah. Um, Spike Yo asks, asks uh, what would be the official gaming console of the Mavs and why is it the PS5? Well, because half of our players have it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They love, yeah. Uh, it seems like they love that fucking console. So uh, it also looks suspiciously like our uh, home court jerseys. It does. It's yeah, it looks it's right there. If I just add some gold trim, like it's the yeah, exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Jose Mata asks, uh, do you collect any sports cards or do you like to collect things in particular? Also, how big an advocate are you for mental mental health? Uh, I'll answer this in reverse. Uh, huge advocate for mental health. You, uh, you can always get help. So, I mean, any and everything like I, for someone that has suffered with depression and anxiety, all kinds of stuff. Like it's amazing. Like I've been seeing uh, a therapist for, you know, during the pandemic, ultimately, thanks to the Sims foundation, uh, which is a local uh, uh, nonprofit uh, in Austin, Texas, that helps uh, musicians and music industry folk uh, get affordable uh, therapy. Um, that was always like the reason I didn't get it. Cause I had just, never been insured to be perfectly honest. And so uh, shout out to the Sims foundation. If there is some place that you want to donate money to in Austin for nonprofit, I will say the Sims foundation uh, 10 times over. Um, but anyways, uh, but uh, I don't really collect anything actually. So I'll go ahead and shoot that over to you guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. I'm answer backwards too. Uh, I'm a huge uh, advocate for mental health. Um, you know, in my profession, I'm a teacher which I know like we get time off, but it's not really time off because I'm constantly have to like learn other things. Like there's seminars I have to do and stuff like that. But um, I will say like, I'm a big advocate of like, especially when it comes to work, like knowing, Hey, like I need to fucking stop. Like, you know, like, right. Like I, like I, I, I'm on a contract. Right. So I'm paid from like seven 30 to three 30 or whatever. Right. Mm. So it's like, if I'm going to do stuff overtime, like I'm not getting paid for it. And uh I got, it took me really quickly to learn, especially last year with the, with the pandemic. Hey, like, I'm not going to work past like four. You know, once four hits, like, I'm out of the fucking building. Like, that shit can wait till tomorrow. Like, you know, like, I, I'm very much about, like, you know, like, making sure my life is my life and not, you know, like a corporate. And I don't know, like, school districts aren't really corporations, but, you know, like, it's not consumed by my job. Yeah. Um, a, good, a good work life balance is, uh, yeah. is very important yeah. for maintaining yeah. good mental health. Yeah. And then uh, I don't collect any sports cards. Uh, when I was little, I collected Pokemon cards. Uh, I actually got um, Pokemon cards banned from my elementary school because I would sell mine and kids would get mad because they thought I'd overcharge. 
and I was like, well, fuck you guys. Like you guys don't know, like, you know? And so, yeah, I, I'm, just like, of, I'm teaching market economics, bud. <laughs> I, I almost got into a fist fight when I was like in fourth grade and they're like, no, okay. No more Pokemon cards. So I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> um, now I collect something way more expensive, uh, fucking shoes. I have, I have like 20 pairs of uh, Jordan, Nike, some Adidas. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's what I collect now. Um, I've obviously been tapering off because, uh, yeah, I'm tapering off because uh, I don't know if you guys know or realize, but uh, this will be my last podcast at least for a week uh, because uh, I'm expecting a child <laughs> on Wednesday. Yes. So this Starting is my a last collection. Yeah. So this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is my this is my last this is my last week uh, for a little bit. Um, so I won't be able to buy shoes for a little while until it's paid off at least. Because man, healthcare systems does not fucking help you out too much. Nope. Was the kids. So, uh, what about you, Tim? Uh, not a big collector of anything, but yes, take care of yourself. Everybody here, it's I can't stress the importance of it enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Juan asks, uh, anything and everything of all time. Thank you, dog. <laughs> anything or every, everything at all time. Um, he was, I think, because in, in my my question i said uh ask us anything and everything um anything of all time is the mavs um everything of all time is dirk thank you i'll, I'll second that since i don't understand the question <laughs> i think you're just yeah, yes ditto ditto all right let's see um and actually uh, those are all the questions you guys are awesome thank you for accommodating this speed run we are very thankful for every one of our listeners uh uh, and y'all are fantastic uh i unfortunately have to go but you can follow ruben at reddit mavericks you can follow tim at ultralight beam you can follow all of us at the underscores mffls Uh, that is our twitter account but also you can go to mffls.com and read our articles Uh, shout out to all of our writers uh that have been doing just an amazing job uh we're pumping out a lot of that uh, off-season content for you guys. Uh, we greatly appreciate the questions. You can follow me at Don underscore Denim. If you are out and about in the DFW area, uh, I will be playing Lockwood Distillery from noon to three. Uh, I also will be playing uh, Pouring Glory in Fort Worth next Sunday. Um, so just a, just a heads up on that. Uh, I mean, it's Fort Worth. It's not quite the Dallas area. So I, well, yeah. that's how it goes. Anyways, Thank you guys so much. This has been the Hoops and Hepavisons podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys. I'll see you guys on the podcast in like two weeks, probably. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody.